Listen, everyone, we are here today with two of the members of World Be Free. We're here with Andrew Klein and Sammy Sigler, and we are, we're privileged to be able to talk to them about this new record they got coming out. Um, what's up, guys? What are you, what are, what's going on? What's up? How's it going? Just enjoying this nice gray California October yeah. afternoon. Uh, listening to some hardcore today. You know, I've been listening to, we've been privileged to listen to the new record a few times and um, we got some questions about it, right? And I, I guess- It's a good time. We, we just had, uh, you know, we're like a weird band that doesn't really get to be together very often for a bunch of reasons which we can get into, but um, we just spent last Sunday morning in Chinatown taking photos. And it was the first time that the five of us were together for like two hours. And we recorded. And it was just so cool. Like, I feel like we're sort of a real band now. So it's cool to do this podcast. And um, yeah, we had a, we've been having some bonding moments. So when was it recorded? Or like, has it been on the, you know, it's been, it's the, been a, a while? In progress. You know, I think we, we've, uh, we kind of like took, I guess, a little break, you know, after that last record. And, um, and uh, we kind of just like, loosely like, hey, let's get together. Let's rehearse. And, and we, I got a song idea and you got a song idea. And, you know, we'd kind of come in with a song and we'd work it out. And um, it just happened kind of very naturally and slowly before we knew we had a bunch of tunes. And I think we weren't sure as far as everyone's availability. Do people want to make an album? Do people want to make an EP? Do you just want to drop two songs? Like, what do we want to do? It's sort of weird because it's, you know, it's more of a project. We never really got to become a full band. We never really got to tour largely because of people's schedule. Scott had a back injury. So with these newer songs, it just kind of started to come together. And then we just would have these conversations of like, maybe we don't need to drop a full album. Let's just do an EP. And that kind of was like, all right, well, what are the songs? You know, what are we, what's the direction? Are we going like kind of more in the vein of the last record? Or, you know, we were talking about maybe going more melodic. Like, can we do like an, an embrace type thing? Can we, you know, maybe that's, it's time for that record. Cause some of the songs sort of sounded like that. And, um, it just kind of landed where it landed, which is, you know, these five songs, which kind of has a little bit of everything, but it, but has a cohesive sound. Um, and I think we tracked it maybe a year and a half ago. Andrew, what do you think? Yeah, about a year and a half ago. And then I, I want to say Scott did vocals probably the, the beginning of the year, beginning of this year, something like that. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was, it's, this one has been a process, but um, it, it makes me love it that much more. Like, we tried a couple people to mix it. It didn't really work out. We, um, you know, we tried a few songs that didn't work out. Then the ones that did, and then we kind of got into the art conversation and that was hectic. We went down a couple roads that didn't work out and then we landed in this other place. And so, you know, we're finally here like a year and a half later. And I was sort of joking to my friend recently. Oh, we got Joe Garlop on this thing right now. What up, Garlop? What's up, Joe? And I, well, we're just we talking about, about like, wait, when we start, when we started recording and, um, and kind of how this thing came together. Um, but yeah, so it's just been a process. And I, I was joking with a friend of mine recently of just like, you know, just the amount of work it takes to put five songs out, like five hardcore tunes out. But it's, but that's, you know, that's the, that's the love. That's the thing. You gotta, you gotta put it, put it in. And, um, and we did. So I'm psyched to, to finally have this come out. Well, you can, you can tell, I think when listening to it, that it was labored over. Like it wasn't just like slapdash thrown together. We talked to Scott um, for a uh, Patreon bonus episode. So if people want to hear that, check out our Patreon. 
uh, on our website, where it went podcast.com. Uh, but I told him that to me, like this record, the, the first record, which I, I love the anti-circle, but um, Scott, you know, you could tell he was going out of his comfort zone a little bit vocally. And I felt like on, on this new record, he sounds a lot more comfortable, like a lot more confident with himself, a lot more, um, you know, kind of knowing where his strengths lie, where, where he can do things vocally, where he can ratchet up the melody, where he can still keep it aggressive. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, it I just sounds a good, like a big step. An interesting thing to point out too is this is a great uh, example of when you just change one ingredient and that's the bass player. So Arthur being on the first record, Alex being on this record, both amazing bass players. Arthur's got a very uh, a cleaner sort of, you know, more uh, maybe melodic at times or just just kind of a cleaner, he's got a, a zone sort of sound where our Alex has a more aggressive approach. Um, and that changed it, you know, and I think I we will, hear that. In the I would almost say Arthur's playing is happier and, mm. and Alex is, is darker. Mm. So yeah. I think the direction the songs took, I, I mean, with the first record, well, we Arthur wrote that album. There. Arthur wasn't there. We didn't have a bass player. We wrote the first record. But he, but he was on the first record, like Arthur, Although he wasn't there, he's such a player no, that he, he left his mark. I mean, he wrote those bass lines on the spot that gave that, you know, ch changed some kind of straight up solid riffs to, you know, adding what Arthur does. Like someone said recently, reminded them of. But I mean, Alex was there. Alex was writing parts with us, you know? Yeah. Like actually, like, you know, structuring songs with us. Like, I mean, at some point, you know, I think that probably factors in too. Yeah, for the for sure. the difference having someone there, you know what I mean? Like, because because Arthur really, we put a big, a lot on his plate to just say, hey, show up. We're gonna record in two days. Like, you know, we're gonna jam together for like, you know, an hour. Here's some here's some really bad recordings to kind of learn from. You know, so it was cool to have have uh, Alex there to influence stuff. That's true, and also I think on this recording, the the new stuff. Um... Or, or, or the first record, we I think we really set out with like this kind of desire to do something that was just very homage to GB, to Minor Threat, to some of that more melodic, positive hardcore that we that we dig. Whereas this new EP was kind of just like, what are we feeling today? All right, let's do this sort of, you know, this vibe. And then there's you know this one song kind of came about, and um, so I think we were just like letting ourselves be a little more open well, with the new record we kind of knew like when we wrote wrote the first record like we didn't really know where the band was going to be and what we were going to sound like right we were like creating a band and we wrote these songs not knowing how scott was going to sing sing to him you know so once he started singing i think he got more comfortable like oh i can actually hit notes and 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 do a more melodic approach without you know without sounding too outside of you know himself so with the second record, I think everyone was more comfortable. Like we know what World Be Free sounds like. We know everyone's strength as a player. And, you know, I think we kind of figured out like, okay, we, we could do this and it, it'll still work. You know, it'll still work in the scope of the band. Like in the end, it's like World Be Free can't sound like terror, can't sound like strife. It can't sound like judge, right? It's gotta have its own thing. Cause otherwise what's the point? So, um, I think we all just kind of wrote songs and and contributed 
and kind of, you know, we, we can pick the best songs, you know, I, I, I think, you know, we, there's five songs in the EP, you know, we easily wrote 20, you know, songs before we pick, pick these five. So um, I, I think, I think we were able to pick the best five and, and, and show, um, you know, couldn't sound like the first record. So you see a maturity and like Sammy was saying, like initially we were talking about maybe going more melodic, but in the end, it, we went a lot heavier, you know, this record, I, I want to say is a lot more aggressive, a lot darker, um, and, and cool. You know, I really, yeah. I really like the way that way. But I, I think there is some more melody, like a, a good example being the title track, yeah. um, with Chuck Reagan. So what was that like working with Chuck Reagan? Like, I love hot water music. Um, you know, well, even before you answer that, something that, you know, Andrew said with Scott's voice, you know, wondering if he could do this or sing in these notes. Um, I, I think that it is cool and it, it doesn't sound like terror. When you put this record on the first track, I didn't even think that that was Vogel singing. I was like, wow, this sounds so different from what I'm used to. Yeah. And he is like hitting notes. And then when we got to the, the first time I listened to this new record all the way through, and I read that Chuck Reagan was on that song and I didn't hear it. I didn't hear Chuck Reagan's voice because I thought that Vogel was just doing different things with his voice. And then yeah. I had to go back. And yeah. I, I also think that it, it is really cool because I know that Vogel's fucking favorite band in the whole world is hot water music. So it had to have Confirmed. been cool to do this, but um, yeah, I'm sorry to derail that question, but I had that, I had a no, in my a mind. Very, were... very similar tone and a very similar register. And that's the, like the cool part about having Chuck on that track was like, you know, he recorded out of his house. I think he's up in Grass Valley, Northern California. Um, but he treated it like a Hot Water Music song. So he's singing from the very first verse. He's, he's adding doubles and he's doubling choruses. Like initially, you know, we're like, hey, we got this little end, uh, melodic end part we want you on there. But he treated it like a Hot Water Music song and he's doubling Scott's vocals and he's in the verses and the choruses and the end and it's really cool. But if you don't know he's there, he sounds very close to Scott. You know, you really have to be like, oh yeah, I, you know, you really have to pay attention because they do have a very similar voice. Yeah, uh, I think that was a, a good observation, Javier. Cause like I kept, when I was listening to it, I was like, where's Chuck? And there was other mm -hmm. parts where I'm like, oh, it's a little melodic here. Maybe that's Chuck. And yeah. I was like, no, that's Scott. You know, so. Scott mentioned one of the girl from uh, Ashes at one point. Like, the idea was like, let's get someone else to sing on this. So. Um, there was that, and then I, we were scrambling, and then um, I think he made the Chuck thing happen. He just reached out to him, and next thing you know, it was, it was done. Um, nice. Yeah, you know what? I always say, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Yeah. So if yeah. you throw it out there, like we've done that with interviews for this and just talking to people. That's how like, we got Sammy in the band. Yeah. That's how we got Sammy in the band. True, though. I love that's how Sammy awesome. got me to call right now. <laughs> there you go. Out there. No, for sure. I think, and I, Hour I'm, ago, I'm, hey. I mean, I've been feeling that, like, really, with this record, I've been just I've been feeling with other things in my life too about creativity. Of like, you have to just put it in. I mean, it sounds just like whatever one on one, but you have to like it doesn't happen unless you put it in motion. So yeah. you have to do it. So you know, the cover of this EP, my friend Jason Peterson is a photographer. He was an old hardcore dude. He was in Youth Under Control, which became Winds of Change from Tempe, Arizona. Um, 
cool dude. He became sort of very successful in ad agency land and he's a very successful photographer. But it was just like, hey, Jason, like, can we use one of your photos for the cover? He was like, yes. And like my person and my agency is going to help lay it out and da, da, da. And so that just kind of got put in motion. Um, you know, we were in quarantine. It was like, shit, we need a visual for this. Let's do a video. We don't really have a budget. Let's hustle and try and make something special happen. We filmed it on our own. We got Jace, uh, Joseph Patasol, friend of ours, DC dude. Um, Bit about Joseph. So like, you know, the whole thing, I mean, like a lot of other things in our lives and all of our lives, I'm sure, but with this EP, was a lot of that, like push, just like ask, push, fight, push, because it could, especially with World Be Free, it's really like, you, have to, you <laughs> just have to fucking push a little harder to make this thing come to life, but it's rewarding when it does. And um, so it's just uh, a lot of that with this record of just like- Did you have the title for the record already picked out the one time for Unity when you were going through the images with Jason? to figure out what photo would match yes. that title? I think the title was done at that point, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and it was, you know, it's, um, yeah, yeah, and we just, you know, fortunately Jason's got a bunch of photos to look at, so we were able just to look at it and then before sort of asking, kind of at least we internally mostly got on the same page and asked him. So, um, yeah, one time for Unity. Um, that was uh, that was nice. It's like you get like little wins when you're putting this when you're putting the puzzle together. It's like, oh shit, okay, we have a song title, great. Well, we have one song, we have three songs, we have a fucking album uh, title, and then mm -hmm. next thing you know, it's like all of these little pieces are together, and now it's it's here. We have, now we got a t-shirt to go with it, or or a hoodie, or whatever. Like, it's just putting all these fucking elements together, and it's, sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not, but it's a cool feeling. Uh, go ahead, Jason. I think oh, I know. Hey, you know what I'm going to say, which is yeah. just bit at Bo Jeremy Dean. He did a great job with the t-shirt designs that are up yeah, on the side. Yeah, I was going to give a, a, a holler yeah, to nice. Jeremy Dean. Yeah, Andrew, um, Andrew put that together. I mean, that's, you know, all those little pieces and all it all matters. Like, even these photos we did with the T, but like not to say you need like people with a reputation or whatever, but just nice to work with people who are passionate about it from the community and to yeah. like be fortunate enough to be able to wrangle some of those folks it like it just helps the um also i think it's nice it's, to have yeah just it's important to work with people who are just like masters of their craft right like like i tell jeremy i'm like hey we need a shirt like this is what we this is the the words one time for unity right okay he sends me back a design and we're like okay cool that's that's it like you don't have to nitpick because you, you trust them. Same with Atiba, like he shot some photos. We didn't have to art direct him. We're like, hey, we're, we're gonna show up and send us the photos you like because you're a professional. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's great working with people like that. It uh, great work. Definitely, yeah. And I, th I think there was a, a, a lot of, of people and I think, you know, with all of us being in bands for so long, it's easy for us to call a favor to people like that and like, Hey, we want this. Can you make this happen? And you know, usually we can, we could get somebody to do it, which, which is awesome. It's you know, you know when, on the guitar ripping the hot leads. When you look at <laughs> the, the new record cover, it does have a different feeling instantly from the first record. And it, you know, you said that the first record sounded a little bit mm, happier. It also looked happier, mm -hmm. you know, with that, the schoolhouse rock, uh, artwork. I love that artwork, by the way. Yeah, Bit yeah, of it's so different. And then <laughs> right, that the was new Linus, one, it? it's like yeah. immediately it's black and mm -hmm. white 
and stark and a little bit more artsy and you can tell like okay this is going to feel a little bit different and then when you put it on confirmed it feels different from the first record and and i, I think that people are gonna you know if if they have watched the progression from the first record to the new record they're gonna see that right away yeah I agree. I yeah agree. just you know you know you never know what that stuff um or maybe some people do know, I don't know. Some people maybe probably make records, they know exactly how they want it to feel or look. But um, but I just know going into this was like, can't do this first record again and want to just do something different. Like we, I love hardcore and we all know what classic hardcore can look like and feel like, but eh, why go there? Why be, let's not be too obvious with it. And let's, um, I liked, I like when people, you know, throw a couple curveballs here and there, and, and that was kind of, you know, the idea. And, and especially because some of the songs are like, I mean, yeah, like some stairs, what's the one song called? Uh, no Harmony. It's like a fucking straight up ripping hardcore tune. I and mean, they're all like, you know, it's not like we're reinventing the wheel here. I mean, they're, they're all rooted in hardcore, you know, all five of these songs. Um, so it's nice to have the aesthetic, I guess, have a little twist to it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And like, I can hear like, um, like on the title track, when it came on, I immediately heard Dag Nasty, like in the music. Um, and, and then yeah. with Ch Chuck, the melodic vocals, like much more, like, I'm going to say like on the, on the first record, like, I think the, the most melodic song was uh, Sammy's, Sammy's Mirror. Yeah. Right. And I thought that this, like the title track took that to the next level. Like it's even more melodic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Andrew wrote that song. It's, it's, it's awesome. And we, when that, I think when we had that tune, when he came in with that, that was like, shit, maybe we could do an album like this. Maybe, yeah. maybe this is that we could do. And, um, you know, maybe we'll get it on the next one or something, but, uh, but that was a cool song. And I do think like, just speaking for myself, like that last record, when Scott finally sang on it, I was like, fuck, he kind of set, reminds me of Ian McKayla. It reminds me of Minor Threat. And, the way that Ian transitioned into Embrace, I kind of feel like Scott could do that or the way that Hot Water Music does this sort of melodic, but you know, raspy thing. I feel like Scott could pull that off and still be Scott. Scott was melodic before, like, I mean, in high school, Scott was melodic. Scott had a melodic band. Really? Mm -hmm. That not many people know about. That he, there were two, fade there away? Were two singers. No, there, no, he played drums in that. There were two oh, wow. singers, and it was him and uh, Tim Redmond, the, uh, the Snapcase drummer. And they had this band called Cinderblock, and they both tried to sing like Turning Point. Oh, that's and tight. Two oh, vocals wow. at once, yeah. That's and they cool. had they had like a there's a recording, there's like a four song record, and it's you know they sound oh. like kids, young as shit, but but it was like you know so Scott's had that he's always had influence from that kind of stuff. How you old were you met Scott, Joe, when you guys met? When I met Scott, I don't know, like 15, 16, I don't know. Did you grow up in the same like town, like the same area? Um, not really, but it wasn't like far apart. But you know, we met at we met at shows when you know when you're like 15, 16 years old. Yeah, bit up boat of Mighty Taco also. Well, yeah, well everyone would go to Mighty Taco after the show, and it was like still is the worst place you're ever gonna go. Yes, it is. <laughs> Apple empanadas, huh? Hey, they, so they finally got like guacamole, I think. When when you <laughs> when you guys talk about world be free to people who ask, do you say this is my project? 
this is this side band I'm in, or do you just say like, hey, I'm in a band called World Be Free? Like, what is this? It's a this, band. It's yeah, a band. It's a band. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, it, 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 as much as a band as any of my other bands, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I play in a few. So to me, it's a band. I, I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I, I feel the same way. I think it's what's really cool is like, um, yeah, someone asked that recently too, but like, so like Judge started as a project, you know, mm-hmm. Judge was what, like an EP with Mike and Purcell yeah. or, um, you know, a lot of these bands started just with a demo tape, like a Constant cassette. elevation. So, yeah, you yeah. never knew like, you know, 10, 15, 30 years later, you're going to be playing shows. Like mm-hmm. there's no way of telling. So I think it's really cool just to put these things in motion and it's amazing what they turn into. And so here we are like six years later with World Be Free or something and we have an album and an EP um, you know, we haven't played a ton of shows, but like, you know, we're a band. We, we, we put, we've put a lot of effort and work into this. Um, and it's, it's going to be cool. Cause like we could break up tomorrow or we could be talking about this in 10 years. Like it's, yeah. it's really interesting. It's, it's wide open. That was my next question was what do you guys think is in the future? Do you have, do you have plans to try to do an wide LP open, or just take it? It's a pain in the ass for us to get shit done for some reason. It's like, but um, but I'd love to see it continue. I think we yeah. all would, you know? I mean, we'll do a show in like two years, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that's right. honestly what it's seeming like right now. It's, that's, that's the music business, but yeah. Yeah, like, like 2022. But um, at least, like you said, at least the record's there. People can listen. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, so the record comes out no- November 13th, right? Friday the 13th. So Oh, uh, yeah. Tomorrow. Talk real quick about where people can get it, what they can, what they can uh, expect. What about our cool? We're doing something kind of cool. Well, there's a few things. One is it's available uh, through Revelation, and you could uh, pre-order it now. And there's some merch that's available now on all through Revelation, and I think you know it's elsewhere as well. I think um, yeah, it'd be every records, you know, yeah, dream and a record store. Dream. There's a song coming out, um, although this will be out by then. So yeah, there's. Um, yeah, we're just kind of rolling out some songs. We're trying to just kind of roll it out and tell the story slowly and but all leading up to the release on November 13th. Well, and there will be that limited thing too, the limited release, right? Yes. So we've got a- That we're working on. 100, because we're Rev 184, right? So we made 184 records, which we are screen printing. Oh, awesome. And selling through cover, our- Hand stamp labels. And that's with the Jeremy Dean artwork from the T-shirt, so it's going to be a bundle with the, and with the probably bundled, bundled with the shirt that's not anywhere else. Okay, so different design than what's on Rev HQ right Same now. Same design, different colorway. It's cool. a scratch uh, and sniff too, so you scratch mm-hmm. it and you smell different <laughs> kind of flavors. I was like, yeah. we'll be <laughs> Sign me up. It's flavors, yeah. spices, international spices. There's three glasses. Comes with a beach towel <laughs> and a frisbee. Yeah. It comes with a fruit roll-up. You smell yeah. mighty taco. Oh, shit. Oh, you did not want to smell mighty talk. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I, hopefully people, you know, get the record because, like I said, I've listened to it a bunch. And it's if you're into the first record, you're going to like this one. And maybe I'll even say if you weren't that into the first record, I would give this a chance because it's different enough where you might find some stuff uh, on here that you dig. Um, that it, that you, you know, that wasn't on the, on the anti-circle album. And I think, and one of the sides of the record is etched, which is exciting. I've never done an etching. 
So Neither think, Revelation. It's the first. Jordan's very excited. Oh, wow. This is the first HB side ever for Revelation Records. Etching. Oh, wow. I think that the, the etching is just the World Be Free logo, correct? Um, yes. It's a picture of me. It's like embossed. <laughs> <laughs> Smiling. The also <laughs> scratch and sniff in it. Smells yeah. Like <laughs> um yeah but yeah it's exciting so check it out and hopefully we'll be playing shows soon and um and yeah man psyched to have it out yeah. anything else cool. you guys wanted to add before we wrap up uh you know thank you first off for for doing this and uh probably wear a mask so we can have people that can do shows again and yeah. joe, joe joe's saying that all the way from huntington beach so you know he's serious. yeah i'm in i'm in uh, florida california right now yeah <laughs> it's gnarly <laughs> No, I agree yeah. with you, Joe. Like, just yeah. do the right thing so we can get this Andrew over can with. And, yeah. yeah. Andrew can sell you a good mask. Uh, but, yeah, just, you know, do what you got to do. That's all I can say. We're all out of work. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for your time. And we're all stoked to actually hold the record in our hands when it comes out. I'm going to be gunning for one of those special editions myself and uh, scratching and sniffing all the way to the bank. Beware the blue gator. <laughs> Beware the blue gator. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Of course. Anytime soon. soon.